Thank you for joining us today for another great episode of Clean Money Today. We continue our series, Tales from the Dark Side of Real Estate, where we share some of the more interesting stories of our adventures in this business. And we've had a lot of adventures in this business. These kinds of stories that are rarely shared. And as you know, from listening to our podcast, it's not all sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. Sometimes it's crossbows and guns, like today's episode. More blues, trailer park blues. <laughs> and uh or highlights and today's episode is pretty interesting so to set the stage background we have this mobile home park um that we purchased had its own case of uh interesting factoids about this property but the uh we got really fortunate and that another mobile home park was closing nearby and we ex said we would take a bunch of the homes that were coming out of that that mobile home park. So we did. We took 10 or 12 homes that we were immediately able to plant, um, you know, get, you know, put those homes there, reskirt them and lease, uh, lease them back out. And the property manager from that park came with it. Now, our property manager, Pops, um, yeah, Pops. Pops had uh, cancer and had been managing our property for a while doing a great job but was not doing very well his health had really declined and pops had a habit of going to collect rent with a gun on his hip okay did a great job collecting though people pay <laughs> yeah people pay right now <laughs> uh, this is in Texas. Texas. Hey, yeah, Texas. <laughs> like pops, you can't no, you, you cannot carry a gun when you're knocking on people's doors as the property manager. That guy was a character. I remember him telling me stories about I'm gonna shoot those dogs out here. Pops don't shoot people's dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Marking. Pops don't don't shoot people's dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, Pops he, was a interesting, interesting guy. That's also the most roaches I've ever seen in somebody's house before. He was not a he was a guy with the, the stack of beer cans that was in the corner of his living room with just roaches everywhere. You know, gross. I don't know how people live like that. Yeah. Good guy. I think at the end of his life that we talked about before, Sam, I think he started doing other recreational things at the end of his life. But I mean, also, if I've got a month to live, two months, I might dabble in this or there. Like, why not? <laughs> fly through some clouds on some something pcp i don't know what people do <laughs> yeah i don't, I don't know either. Uh, whatever makes you feel like you're in a chicken coop and you start clucking like a bird that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah as long as his gun's not nearby bro <laughs> yeah no please so he i mean he was in a lot of pain towards the end of his yeah. life and we bad. uh you know him and uh our dad became really good friends talked a lot uh weekly i think for a couple of years there just pops called every day was it yeah. every day yeah yeah i'll get at least one call from him so i know steve our dad got probably 15 calls a day yeah 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 uh, but towards the end there he um he wasn't doing very well so we hired uh this other lady um to be the manager so you want to talk about her a little bit and her yeah husband? her uh, situationship as you will yeah. Our entanglement. Right. We're going to do a Will Smith, Jada Smith episode here. Uh, so, yeah. So she was helping out Pops. Pops still refused to not be the manager. Right. So walking around, still taking care of property. Uh, 
you know, gun on his hip, but she would kind of help out, collect money, do the day-to-day stuff. Um, like any situation, it always starts out great, right? And then money starts falling out. Hey, it doesn't make sense. Collections are going down. Uh, you know, uh, I think collections went down for two months straight and then disappeared on us. Uh, what's going on? You know, can't get a hold of her on the phone. I think uh, I ended up going out there to kind of start hearing these crazy rumors. Pops was talking crazy, but sometimes he gets crazy and talks about crazy stuff, uh, clucking like a chicken or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I get out there and uh, um, her husband is out there walking around with a crossbow, just on his back, just knocked, ready to go, right? I don't know where you get crossbows. I don't know. <laughs> First I, off. Yeah. It just, I have a friend who has a crossbow. He's, um, he makes a, he has a, you know, four or 500 K a year and he has, he has a crossbow, but we target you and that thing is amazing. I mean, he, no, no it was like, <laughs> this is like a, you know, a $500 crossbow or a thousand dollar crossbow. It's beautiful. And I'm sure that, uh, You're hunting with that thing. What do you, I, I guess the he just targets shot. He liked shooting it, which just for fun. Just All for right. fun. Okay. Well, That's this guy also, I guess, uh, <laughs> um, also use it for fun, I guess. So there's uh, his wife, um, right, was collecting money. She disappeared and ends up that she got entangled with, I think it was somebody else at a different park. Uh, so a town over. So she got in this relationship. And uh, the story he was telling me, I can't, I can't even remember his name, but we called him Rambo because uh, he just was walking around with a crossbow. He's hiding from, from the cops in the woods. He had his own little like fort built out there. I've seen First Blood. I wasn't going to go out there and get booby trapped. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> for for uh, you uh, young people, First Blood is the first Rambo movie. Just uh, if you don't know who Rambo is, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to live a little bit. Yeah, you need to live a little bit. Yeah, you need to check out some eighties movies. Um, Weird old movies now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, evidently her boyfriend called her husband on the phone, and uh, he told me the story. You know, I was like, yeah, he was, he was talking all this, and what I did was I took my crossbow and I shot the phone with it because I told him, you know where to find me. And I shot the phone, and I was like, that sounds really cool. I'm like you're an idiot. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's show me. For- Turn out <laughs> yeah. a hole through his phone. It's like, now what? <laughs> so uh, I'm glad he didn't have a gun. Evidently, he's not allowed to have a guns, and they had him taken away from him uh, due to mental health issues, as you can probably imagine, and getting arrested a few times. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm not sure if if a crossbow, since it's a trigger, does it not count? I mean, does it count as a firearm? Or that's what something? I was wondering. I was like, they, do they know you have a crossbow? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a crossbow expert and you know, please <laughs> like put in the comments and say, yeah. I mean, if you, you have a crossbow, it is a firearm or not a firearm. I, I don't. Know. Yeah, obviously it's fine. Uh, <laughs> really nice guy. Uh, that guy can dig a ditch. Uh, we had him to kind of help us dig some stuff before the crossbow incident. And he was a really, really hard worker. Nice guy to your face, but he was convinced that her boyfriend was going to come after him. So he would be constant patrolling. People would call the cops on him. I don't know if he had somebody on the inside or somebody down the street, but every single time the cops showed up, he'd be booking into the woods and hiding out for days at a time. We had to 
cops coming all day and night trying to catch him. Uh, he's on the wanted list. Um, yeah, uh, it's out there for, for, for a while. It's pretty interesting. That was months and months. This went on of us trying to get rid of him, trying to victim, trying to do it nicely to not get shot by a crossbow. Uh, <laughs> you know, trying to help process, trying to tell the cops like, Hey, I'm with him right now. You know, now, at I'm, this point we had found, I mean, we had determined that she was telling tenants to pay her in cash. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is so completely she, against policy. Password. Like, yeah, you know, we never accept cash. Never, ever no. accept cash. Yeah. Don't accept cash. Yeah. It's just too. Also, you have no proof of income. People say they paid cash. You have no proof. Yeah. Don't accept cash. But the end of the story, like uh, we found out that her and her husband got back together. She came and picked him up and they took off to Missouri or something like that. Well, that's definitely so, not the end of the story. There is more. But wait, oh. there's more. So, yeah. So during this ordeal, we get the cops involved because she stole money and she stole like $10,000 from residents. They, the, some of them had taken pictures of handing cash to her. And when you, you were there, they showed you those pictures, right. Or they showed those to Steve. I don't remember who, um, but she had been there for what a year, been managing or they, the or they give her money orders, but they wouldn't put the two on there. So they had the receipts of the money orders, but the two is blank. It's like, oh, she said she would fill it out for us. I'm sure she did. Oh, yeah. She definitely yeah. did. To me. M-E. To me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're me? Yes, I'm me. Okay. So, the uh, so you know, we, we got the cops involved. She has stolen money from our investors. Pops, who is like was the property manager, never stole from us, is back in action, even though he's not in action while we sort this out and, and get another pro- property manager. And as you can imagine, Pops with a gun on his hip is extra. So we have a guy with a crossbow walking around, the Pops kind of following him around with a gun. It's a it's a very tense situation on the property. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, Cops from a the time. very peaceful place, very nice, to all of a sudden, within like two months, things just went haywire yeah really haywire so we can't get a hold of her we are talking to him he's saying that yeah she stole the money we're finding evidence that she stole the money we get the pictures we'll give that stuff to the cops uh eventually uh, we get a hold of her and she says no he stole the money she didn't put down her name in there on the um money orders he did and he took the money Right. And then now we got this weird, he said, she said, but there's no record of the money. So we don't know who cashed it. We don't know who deposited it, but he's there and she's gone. So we're like, okay, she's, she left. She took the money. Right. I mean, that's, if she didn't take the money, she would have stayed there on the phone. She's saying, yeah, he did. So they're what we believe are separated because of her boyfriend, et cetera. And then all of a sudden he takes off. We find out they got back together and, and moved to Missouri with our residents money. Right. We let the cops know uh, a month or two later, she call somehow she talks to Steve and says, Oh, um, my husband Rambo is dead. He got hit by a car. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. Whether or not that's true, I have no idea because <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. 
So I, I think, in the woods somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's probably in the woods somewhere. Or they're both like scamming somebody else. Yeah. And it was just trying to like throw off the trail. Or maybe he did. I don't, I honestly don't know. That's what I was wondering, honestly. If she went to a different park and kind of pulled the same thing, you know, somewhere else with somebody else, took their money. And then they, because they, they got back together. I know that. Or at least that's what I heard. And then, yeah, he died somewhere. Somewhere. Or so she. seen a guy in the woods with a crossbow. That, that might be our Rambo in Fear, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trailer parks are the best. Yeah. Hey, it's real estate stuff. It's easy though. No issues. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Three-step <laughs> process to success. Follow my three-step process. And you'll be a millionaire <laughs> overnight, they said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are not telling the truth. So if you want to hear the truth, keep listening to these episodes. If you have any other crazy events or you're like, Sam and Jesse, you guys are lying out of your teeth. No one actually did that. I would say brother or sister and the truth is crazier than lies and fiction. Um, you can't make this stuff up and yeah, we'll show you where it was at. <laughs> oh, bizarre. We would love it. If you enjoy this episode, we'd appreciate a five-star review. And if you're interested in making your investments matter, go to check us out at wildmycapital.com. You can find Jesse or myself, on LinkedIn, Jesse Sells, Sam Sells. Find us on Instagram at Clean Money Sam, or even on uh, the Bookface Facebook. Um, and please send us your comments. Let us know your crazy stories, and we'd love to share those on the pod.